the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Coparis. And I want to thank all of our listeners for their continued support just by listening to the show. We do appreciate it. Uh, there are a few things that we need to go over um, before we bring our guests on the line. Uh, first, uh, good news, and I said I've been saying this on every segment since it happened, uh, but just yesterday, uh, the UCW Radio Show, the UCW Radio Period, uh, we are now tied in to a reality show, which is very interesting and very exciting. Uh, the Ultimate Body TV reality show, which uh, is going to, I think they, they have their um, their final auditions on October 17th in Florida, in Kissimmee, Florida. So it's an interesting um, concept, and it's the first time that you will have a bodybuilding uh, type of reality show has never been done. It's groundbreaking, but I think uh, it, it's a slam dunk. When you have the uh, the Biggest Loser and all these other shows going on, this right here is a slam dunk, especially uh, with amateur bodybuilders and bodybuilders getting into bodybuilding. Uh, there's no, they're not making any money. They're not doing anything. They have to buy their own. They have to buy their own supplies and this and that. With this show, it's it's beautiful because you go on the show. You have the potential of being a reality show star. And these reality show stars, whether it be Rock of Love, this and that, they're all over the place. They, they find a career on top of what they're doing, which is interesting. So you have that opportunity, believe it or not. And also, how often can you go and get yourself healthy and, and get into, I mean, get yourself nice and diesel, whether you're a man or a woman, without having to first pay for your supplements Second, pay to be housed, fed, to have a personal trainer, chiropractor, medical doctor, and all this stuff all, all there for you. All the while, you're fighting or, or you're, you're competing and you're fighting within yourself, but you're competing to win the grand prize, which is 50 grand. All right, you can't do that too often. So uh, you only have a couple of weeks to go uh, get yourself together to be a part of the show. Just go to theultimatebodytvshow.com for more information. You can apply there, and they have the the, the place, the location, the whole nine yards. Uh, you have um, they have all the information for you. Uh, the producer, uh, they produced um, you know David Lyons. He produced Hog Heaven, which is a great uh, biker show that's on uh, national cable TV and then you have uh, Lauren Alvarez which did the Osbournes and the surreal life so you have a good team there uh, and I the the uh, guest judges are you know uh, I mean bodybuilding legend Rich Kaspari uh, the voice of the Mr. Olympia Bob Cicciarello Marcia Prince which is a fitness model and she is the spokesperson for Kaspari nutrition and then you have Mr. Universe uh, the Natural Mr. Universe, Doug Burns. You have a good group of people there, and on October 17th, you get to meet and greet with everyone while you're there, while you're you're uh, applying to be on the show. And also, 
for sponsors, advertisers, marketers that want to align with the UCW radio show. Don't be shy. Uh, the time to do it is uh, pretty much now because we're increasing syndication. Our listenership is, is increasing as well. And we have a lot of good things coming uh, down the, the road as we're developing stuff. The Ultimate Body uh, radio show is one of them. That'll be tied into a television series. Uh, so how can you get better than that? Uh, we're trying to get better than that. And it does get better as time goes on. So if you wanted to uh, to uh, tie in with us, you know, give us a call. Just call us at 323-952-4369. Or you can go to our website at ucwmagazine.com. And uh, before we bring on uh, our guest today, which uh, she's, she's really interesting, actually. She's an interesting business. And what we've been trying to do is bring on uh, some guests that are showing what happens behind the scenes. Okay, And what she does is basically take a brand. And it gets it out there, makes brings value to the brand and to the event and to the uh, the uh, whether it be the boutique or the the major department store. She brings value to them through publicity, marketing, that type of thing. You know, she's gotten people on on major uh, television shows like Extra and Wall Street Journal, New York Times, so on and so forth. She she is the jam. And we're gonna get into her story because we like telling the story about what happens behind the scenes. And if I needed to, in this category of what what she does, I have to say that she's she's in the top one percent in what she does, and I'm gonna even say on a national scale, only because I do my research. How do you like that? Uh, but I need to let our listeners know something. Uh, what's happening tomorrow, uh, September 17th? You have if you live in Atlanta or around the area, then make it down to the Call Mike Theater. I'm not sure what theater it is. Uh, there's a red carpet event that's going on for Lynch Mob, Scott and Rachel Stamper. They uh, they they they're the screenwriters. They made the movie. You have Tony um, Darrow from Sopranos and Goodfellas fame that'll be there. You have Keith Sweat. You have a lot of celebrities that are going to be there. And it's a unique opportunity for the for a red carpet event to happen on the outskirts of Atlanta. So take advantage of it, meet and greet, because these great screenwriters, uh, in the next six months or a year, you're not going to be able to take those pictures or have those signatures or, or autographs uh, because they're on their way up. Uh, go to their official website at lynchmobmovie.com and uh, find out more about this dynamic writing duo and find out more about Lynch Mob the movie. Uh, you won't be disappointed, that I do know. And also, I need to let our listeners know, that you can actually give us a call with questions or comments. Uh, the number is the same. It's 323-952-4369. We want to hear from you. And get involved with the show. Be a part of the UCW radio show as we evolve into something greater. And what that end result is going to be, I don't know. But we're getting there. We're working on it. Uh, also, um, Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Haha. You can shoot me out your questions there as well. My Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L O U I S V E L A Z Q U E Z. So follow me and tweet away. Now, without further ado, I want to patch in. She's been on the line waiting, uh, drinking a tea and waiting, I'm pretty sure, because that's the rumor uh, that, that I heard as I'm going through the beginning of the show. And she took a leap of faith and created her own company. That does it's beyond event planning. 
It's public relations, marketing, brand development, things of that nature. It's called the HIP event. And this is Maria Cuccinello. Maria, it's great to have you on the UCW radio show. Uh, thanks for being with us this morning. I know you're a busy, busy chick, but uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. And we always appreciate the time that our guests put aside for us, because especially, you know, in your business, uh, you're, you're always talking to clients and everything, so um, I'm, I, I appreciate you putting them aside just for a little while. Absolutely. Right, well, great. Uh, Maria, you, you have an interesting story. You're in an interesting industry, I think. Uh, even though I gave a brief on you at the beginning of the show, I want to just do some broad strokes, just to recap so our listeners uh, get a good feel for what you're about. Uh, you're the founder of the HIP event, and what your company yeah. does, you do everything from public relations, lifestyle marketing, which we're going to get into in a second, because I want to know more about that, because I, I mean, I'm questioning the lifestyle marketing but we're gonna we're gonna get into that because I don't know what lifestyle you're talking about but anyway <laughs> now uh, you do special event catering for upscale for the up uh, actually you cater to the upscale industry you do things of that nature so when your yeah. events go on they're, they're high-end and that that's great uh, now what, what I want to know before we get into the hip event and before we talk about the quote-unquote lifestyle marketing um well what i want to do is start at the beginning you know old jokes aside start at, start at the beginning how did you get involved in the uh event planning or the um the public relations business um well i mean many years ago um you know my my passion was really always about planning and connecting people and really any time that I fell in love with a product or a place or, you know, a new nightclub or lounge, I always felt like I needed to tell people about it or, you know, bring my friends into it and, you know, make it known. So, I mean, it was just a natural place for me to get into this field. I, you know, graduated from the Philadelphia Art Institute in 1999, and I was a fashion marketing major, and I had some amazing internships while I was there in school. and. Mm -hmm. That led me to be in the fashion beauty business from a public relations side and an events side of things. Mm -hmm. um, I became the assistant to the director of public relations for Strawbridge's for all of the Strawbridge stores. And from there, I moved into restaurant and nightlife marketing in Philadelphia. Are you, so from, really are you, from, are you from Philly? No, actually, I went to college in Philly. And I loved the city so much at the time that I was there. Things were really changing musically and it was when the city was really starting to come into its own and some of the amazing restaurateurs Stephen Starr you know he was opening all of his restaurants mm -hmm. in Philadelphia Barry Guten it was just a great time to be there and you know we were doing some events and you know public relations campaigns for these these greats and you know I just stayed right. it was you know it was a great time to be there Okay, and then, then you from did... that, I moved into, I, from there, I got back into the fashion business through mm -hmm. a contact, and I started working for the Hugo Boss Shops. I was the marketing and public relations manager for all of the boutiques in New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania, and from there, I became the um, public relations manager for Neiman Marcus. Nice. And was there for four years. Oh, well, check, check you out. Check you out. High end. Years. Oh, man, you're, you're a high-maintenance <laughs> chick. Woohoo! No, 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 no. Not high-maintenance. Just I really understand the luxury Good. consumer, you know. 
But that, that that's good. You know, even though I joke around about certain things, I mean, th those moves are are important because you 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 evolved in the business that you're in. You you started out of one thing. You weren't afraid to get your hands dirty and learn the business and work hard. And you built up and you went from one area. You, know, you said you uh, did Hugo Boss and you went and you became yeah. a, a big wig and Neiman Markets for the <laughs> the PR stuff, which is good. I mean, but that is good. if you're a public relations manager for Neiman Markets, that's a big thing. Yeah, we were, you know, we did great things. We were, we were, I was part of a team that, you know, during a time when fashion was the best. And, mm -hmm. you know, I still consider those relationships great. But, you know, we got to do everything. We got to do beauty, fashion, and, you know, there's a certain way, and this gets into the lifestyle marketing piece, but there's mm -hmm. a certain way you, you publicize and you speak to the, to the luxury consumer because, mm -hmm. They know everything. They have everything. So how do you, you know, entice them or, you know, educate them on, you know, your product or your store or your new restaurant? You know, there's a certain way that they get marketed to. And I think that, you know, our agency now does that for a lot of independent retailers mm -hmm. and independent, you know, brands, whether it's anything from a cupcake client to a boutique mm -hmm. to a jewelry designer mm -hmm. that cater to that clientele. Mm -hmm. We kind of really have a niche on how to market to them. But, but that's good. So you you will help with the brand enhancement uh, of, of you know of whatever they they have there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all pub publicity driven. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you know through the media, through television and radio. You know, we get our clients placed on television and radio, mm -hmm. and you know, in the news. But, you know, I, but, I have, but I have to interrupt you because there's a difference. Sure. There's a difference. I understand public relations may be way too much, but there's a difference between good PR. Even people say uh, any 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 public relations, any any publicity is good publicity. But you know something, when you're dealing with a brand and and things of that nature, that you you have a product that you're selling, yeah, bad public relations, bad publicity is not a good thing because it can actually actually screw your company up. So the stuff I agree. That, the stuff that you're doing, you're giving them good. Product press where uh, an idiot like uh, Kanye West, that's bad press. Just my opinion. For whatever that's worth, you know, Pink Pink said it the best, I believe. I'm just going to say that for a second. Yeah. Um, when she called him a douche. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was just poor on, you know, from a, from a personal standpoint. Mm -hmm. I think that that whole thing reflected a lot on somebody's personal behavior and, sure. you know, I mean, there's just there's enough hate in this world that mm -hmm. you don't need to do that. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it, it was just, uh, I mean, that, that's just an example of just a bad move, and you don't steal yeah. that spotlight from someone, but, you know, forget about him. He's not part of this, this show, and I really don't want to talk about this cat anymore. <laughs> well, let's get back into you. So now you, you get you get your clients on television, radio, you get them interview, you do all this stuff, and you, you uh, enhance their brand worth. Which at the end of the day, it just makes their 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 value of their company that much greater because they can they, they get more of them. They, it helps with distribution, the whole nine yards. So now let's talk about what type of uh, let's say uh, a fashion client. Uh, you have a fashion mm -hmm. client in front of you. What exactly do you do for them so our listeners can get an idea? Because I want our listeners to understand what happens behind the scenes because they see. They see the end result when they see a fashion show on TV, or they see someone walking with the with the outfit on, or if they see it in the store. That's the end result. 
how how does it get there? These brands don't just show up out of nowhere. They have to they have to be out there for people to you know to to be able to connect with it. So that's what you do. Absolutely. Um, well, we have two different kinds of a fashion client. We have designers mm -hmm. and people that actually create a product, and we also have retailers, which is again the end consumer result where we might represent a boutique that's you know in your town or you know ha carries the specialty goods that you're looking for. Um, I can talk about either one of those. Uh, we could talk about boutiques. We do a number of work with boutiques, you know, from New Jersey, New York, mm -hmm. to Pennsylvania, where we publicize them within not only their local community, but we get them, you know, national exposure. So they might have some exclusive items that are being carried that we are able to, you know, garner national press for them based on their exclusivity that they sell it exclusively in their area. Right. Um, if it's a brand and it's a product that's being created or sold, I mean, right now there's an, an array of businesses popping up. I mean, you can be in your home and have, a you know, a web business because you have a great idea. You can create, you know, just about anything right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the web is such an interesting place to be. But what we do is, you know, we create national exposure mm -hmm. for products. And again, most of our products and most of the things that we deal with play within that luxury consumer play space. Okay. So, well, I mean, I mean, these, these are things sure. that you may see in a high-end magazine, you may see in the New Yorker. I mean, it's some, some items you may just see in the Rob Report. It all depends. Uh, Absolutely. It all depends. And one thing I want our listeners to, to really uh, absorb, that even though some, some people may have an idea, okay, they may have a product and they want to do it, uh, public relations, marketing is not easy. Is better to have a professional in place and let them do their job because this is what they do. They have the connections. They have all that stuff out there. So Maria, what you're doing is it's you're you're in a in a in a niche market, but more moreover than that, you have connections that you've built throughout the years, and you can actually help your clients more so than if they try doing this themselves, which could actually wind up to be a big disaster, a marketing disaster for them. Yeah, I mean, we have the relationships with the editors, with the, with the producers, you know, on the morning shows and, and then that kind of thing. I mean, our, our, our relationships are based on, you know, our reputation is based on the relationships that we have and the places that we're able to get mm -hmm. our clients placed in. Okay. And, and now you, some of your clients there, uh, you, you've had them in, in major publications, uh, major uh, newspapers, and uh, oh, absolutely, Times, Wall Street Journal, mm -hmm. um, you know, and and you know, I can I can say that you know we have a uh, we have a client, the Petit Cafe, um, you know, we we've, we've she's been in the Wall Street Journal, she's been on you know the news, she's you know she's going to be on a major, you know television show soon which nice. we can't really talk about but well, well anything you, you know i mean anything that you can't speak about that you have a non-disclosure arrangement in place don't speak about it because i don't want it, i don't want you to, to get in trouble no 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 of course okay but you know but what i'm you know what we're saying is you know all of these clients we have a client you know that that has created a product for you know the alternative to a bride something blue called i do tattoos.com mm -hmm. i mean it's a fabulous product that is just flying off the shelves and fly, you know, it's a web-based business right. and a number of boutiques carry it. But, you know, this product is international because 
it's sold on the web. Okay. So we're able to promote this product internationally mm-hmm. because it's a web-based product. Right, right. Well, that that's see, that's the thing. Uh, what 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 hap- what's happening right now in this world of ours that everything is smaller. The world is smaller. The internet has made that happen. Uh, it, it allows people that are working wherever to connect with people all over the world. And, Absolutely. And it allows you to go and take those people and make that brand an international brand as opposed to a brand that's in Nantucket. You know, they're able to, to throw it all over the place. And, and again, you, you need to um, have uh, the expertise in order to do that the right way. And, and that's basically yeah. what you're doing. You, you've, uh, you've, you've even had some of your clients uh, on extra and things of that nature, right? Absolutely. Because of, um, you know, our background or my background in the fashion and beauty business, you know, Extra has come to us on many occasions to, you know, kind of look to us as, you know, helping them find the, you know, the local shop that, you know, brings, ties in the celebrity piece, because that's what Extra is about, mm-hmm. about the celebrity. So it's really about always finding a great hook for your product or for, you know, what you're doing with your client, you know, try to tie back into celebrity. You know, that's, that's a, that's one of my biggest, biggest advice, pieces of advice if you're going to try and do it on your own is, you know, tie back into a celebrity. We have a number of clients that we work with where it's, you know, it's just a local boutique, but because they're carrying something that, you know, Taylor Swift has or Taylor Swift is wearing, you know, we're able to tie it back on a local level for them. Right. Well, we have to give that girl some props. That's a Taylor Swift. I swear, I, I know. know. Uh, well, yeah, she she went through a rough time, and we're not going to talk. We're not mentioning the the other guy. I know. I'm mentioning him. Anymore. I know, I know. Yeah, we're not giving I, him any more press, no right? No more, no more for that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, but it, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, for someone that has a product, you know, it's, it's a lot easier. It's an easier road to go tie into a celebrity as opposed to uh, just throwing it out there yourself because, you know, it's, it's human nature. You know, we're out there. We see a celebrity. They're all over the place. That's why you have all these fashion designers, the Oscars. That's the big thing. That's why they go and they take, uh, take what's-her-face, uh, Rachel Zoe, and she's over there fitting everybody up. Those, those designers go to her to get her their stuff on these celebrities. Absolutely, she grew up right in two towns over from me. Yeah, see, but that—that's marketing. But that's 101. what it's about. Yeah, that's marketing one on one. Exactly. You, you, you hook up with all of the the people in the middle, and you put all the pieces together. And I mean, absolutely, what you're doing is no different, you know. But the thing is, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's a lot of work. Right, and what we do is we create the marketing campaign for a client. Right. So you know, when somebody creates a product, their sole focus. Mm-hmm. is and should be selling that product. Right. So we create the buzz around that product, So, which is driving the traffic to either their website or to the places where to get it. Mm-hmm. And we create the stories that in turn create the buzz that make people want to want it. Yeah, and I, I need to say something too to our listeners. You know, they they know how, how the UCW radio show goes. And uh, we only have people on the show that, you know, that have an inspirational journey like you, you went from, I mean, you went from one point to, to building, a, I mean, a mini empire with the hip event and you're, you're still growing from there and it's still going and it's still growing and it's still making stuff happen and you're, you're doing it despite what's going on in the economy, despite what's, what's happening, you're still making it happen. And, Absolutely. You know, I mean, what I try to say is, 
you know, the, the people that, the smarter people in this world that are creating products and are, you know, putting things out on the shelves right now is, you know, it's the, the smarter ones are not killing their marketing and their public relations budgets completely. Right. They're just readjusting to readjust with the economy. But, I mean, if you were a salon, would you stop buying shampoo? Right. It, you know, yeah, it, you couldn't stop buying shampoo. You just buy less of it. Right. Yeah. So. But they still, there's still a need. And if there's a need for. There's still a need, right. I mean, because you have consumable products, you have certain things that are just staples in your life that you have, you know, that you need. Soap, shampoo, food is always a good thing because, you, you know, you got to eat. You know, clothing, people still shop for clothing. Maybe they're not spending the thousand dollars a visit in the store, but maybe they're only, they're only spending 50 bucks or 100 bucks. But, you know, that 50 or 100 bucks goes to your your product line, your, your design line, because you got the marketing out there for them to be familiar with it. And it's always a good thing because at the end of the day, when uh, an average person goes to a store, and they see something, and they say, wow, that's something that, that Cameron Diaz was wearing, or Jennifer Lopez, or this one. Well, I need to get that. And, and then, Absolutely. And then that's where things start moving in that direction. So that's interesting. Now, you, uh, Maria, you, you, um, you, you don't just cater to fashion. You do a lot of different things. You do a hospitality. Yes, we don't only cater to fashion. Mm -hmm. We yeah. do fashion, beauty. We have beauty clients. We also do... Um, hospitality so we work with a lot of restaurants and nightlife and you know venues that are opening whether it be a lounge or you know a cafe and, and you also are involved in uh in dealing with nonprofits and helping them do uh, put together their fundraising events and things of that nature yes what what we do with with nonprofits is, you know, there's usually some sort of big gala that happens throughout the year. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've we've had we've had our hands in planning some of the, you know, bigger events, especially over here in, in New Jersey with, you know, the American Cancer Society, which, you know, Donald Trump is, is a big supporter of and, you know, is attended two years in a row. So we do the media campaign around that and bring national exposure to, you know, a charity or a local level charity that has national appeal, which like the American Cancer Society. Okay, yeah, and you, and that, and the, the uh, and that Cancer Society is that uh, that's not that's not associated with the uh, Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation, is it? Susan G. Komen for the Cure is a different national organization mm. that. I saw that ad on the back of a bus yes. when I was driving in a city, and I, I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, those yeah. are two different nonprofit organizations. They, they just had a run recently, I believe. Yes, they have the the Susan G. Coleman Race for the Cure. I which, thought about uh, it, but I said, just yeah, I thought about it. I said, I don't think I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too long for You me. could do the sleep-in. Mm -hmm. They call it, um, <laughs> call it the sleep-in donors, and that those are the ones that just sleep in late that day and just donate. There so, you go, there you go. Um, but yes, we work a lot with Susan G. Coleman. We just did an event where we took a uh, old car, we painted it pink, and we worked with a diner here in in New Jersey, and we parked it outside, and we did a huge media campaign around it, and we called it Take a Strike for the Cure. Okay. And you came and you donated $5 for a strike, and we gave everybody sledgehammers, and they got to beat up the car. Nice. And that symbolized, you know, eradicating breast cancer. 
but you know what? That solves a lot of stuff. That solves road rage for that moment. <laughs> exactly. As, I mean, people get into arguments with their spouse. Go there and beat the car. Okay, you, you get a road deal at your work. Well, you know, you manage your boss. Go beat the car. Five bucks. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But that, that's that's innovative. That's different. And stuff like that is what your clients uh, hire you for because you're thinking outside of the box. You're not thinking. Uh, you're not thinking about canned situations. You're not. You're not going by the script that someone wrote 20 years ago. True. And you're doing something different. I think that that's the way to go because that's the only way you can make it. Because we're in a, uh, in a in a new age, so basically you have to go with the flow and go with the times and appeal to as many people as you can appeal to. So you have absolutely. to absolutely. I mean, right now it's so important to you know when you're when you're putting your marketing or public relations campaign that you're not only doing you know online or print or you know, you're doing offline stuff like events and engagement, and it's really right now in, in public relations, mm -hmm. it's all about engaging mm -hmm. your consumer. Well, you, you, you've we had... see what's happening with Facebook and Twitter, so it's yeah. all about engagement. Yes, yeah, so social marketing, you're, you're getting you're social networking, you're getting uh, yourself out there. But, you know, I wanted to ask you, just to, to interrupt you for a second, sure. because I want our listeners to understand that, you know, even though you had... Um, I'm going to say high-ranking positions at a company like Neiman Marcus. Uh, still, when you went to go do the hip event, it wasn't it wasn't like an easy thing. Say, okay, well, I'm going to go do this, and it's going to be so easy, and I won't have to, you know, really kill myself to do it. It was a hard road. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. To be yeah. perfectly honest with you and the listeners, um, you know, it's it's a very different it's a different type of hard. Um, you know, my positions before were always very challenging and, you know, we were growing business, you know, by the millions mm -hmm. and, you know, it's because of the type of organization and the structure that, that are in places at large corporations, it's the way it runs. You know, when you're starting something from nothing, I mean, you do everything, you know, from the sales and the buying and, you know, I'm not only selling the clients, but you know, we have to worry about buying the paper clips and, mm -hmm. you know, filling the water cooler and all those kinds of things that you take for granted when you work for a big corporation. But at the end of the day, the result is yours. Right. So you, if you work hard, you know, the harder you work, the bigger it becomes, mm -hmm. you know, the less you work. You know, the, the outcome is always based on your performance. No, but without that, actually, Directly. Yeah, you and I were talking about it before you came on the show. You know, we had Phil Morris on the show yesterday, and, you know, him and I talked about it, and, he, and we both agreed. I mean, it's like anyone that we have on the show, everybody agrees uh, on this premise. It, yes, it's basically what you reap what you sow. What you put into it is what you get out of it, you know. Correct, like, right. he, like he's in Hollywood, he's the hardest working man in Hollywood. I don't know, a lot of people may not know this, but he is. From Smallville, mm -hmm. this he's always hustling. You, you're putting your heart into what you're doing, and you're working hard towards it. So what you put in is what's going to come out, and that's why your clientele is the way is what you have, because they. Yeah, they, and I've always been really good at the hustle, so yeah. I think it's an entrepreneur yeah. characteristic. Yeah, and you, you've done, you know, I, I just want to just crank back a little bit. So when you started this, I, I want to I ask you something because I want our listeners to hear this. When you made the decision to do this, what point, at what point did you have clarity 
that made you go from a comfy situation that was not dangerous to taking such a risk, risking, risking everything, you know, your, your whole situation to go do this? At what point, what, what hit you that made you do it? Well, I think, let me start by saying that, you know, what it is today is not what I think I thought it was going to be when I left my full-time job. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, at that time, it was, I, you know, I needed a, you know, professional change, but right. I needed, to, and I needed, I wasn't able to express myself as creatively as I had, as I wanted to at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't see the growth opportunity there. So I started thinking about ways of, if I had the perfect job, what would it be? And obviously there's no perfect job out there ever, really. No. So, you know, the way that I went about doing it was I knew that for me the the time was right to make the move because I wasn't expressing my, you know, creativity mm -hmm. the way I had wanted. You felt there was something missing. There was something missing. Yeah, there was something missing. And, you know, coming from a family of entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. you know, it was an opportunity. There was an opportunity for me to, you know, leave it at a very important time and in fashion and mm -hmm. at the height of things. So I, you know, I saw an opportunity and I took it. I was, you know, just getting a lot of requests to, you know, either help other people or do other things mm -hmm. and it was just a natural natural move for me but still even I don't know though if that really answers your question <laughs> uh, well I mean it, it does and it, and, it, and it doesn't what 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 I'm curious about and maybe I'll just try to dig a little deeper is you sure. you're working in Neiman Marcus you're doing your thing and you're, you're hustling doing this stuff something there had to be something at, at one moment Maybe it was in your mind all along, but something at one moment that hit you that said, yeah. I mean, because everyone has that, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I think for me, at that, that moment was, I guess it was really about, you know, the upper level management was changing so many times over for me mm -hmm. with working for a big corporation mm -hmm. that I was like, that's just not where I want to be right now. Right. You know, that was, I mean, it was a breaking point for me just to say, you know, I needed to change. You know, you, I don't care how much, you know, people plan and plan and plan and you can have business plans at the wazoo, especially when you're going from, you know, a big corporation to being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you know, that plan never goes as planned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. So, you know, that plan doesn't usually go as planned. So, you know, when is the right time? Well, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's either always the right time or it's never the right time. You have to just make it the time. Make the time. That's, I mean, I'm glad you said that because a lot of times I think what people do, and it may be human nature, yeah, but I think what people do that they wind up, saying, well, this tomorrow, and I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll, I'll take the risk another time. Uh, you know, I, I mean, me personally, I, like, I was born and raised a risk taker. You know, I'll, I'll risk it all. I'll roll the dice and go through it. But the greater the risk, the more the reward. So if, you know, you're not going to be young forever. So if you're going to do this stuff and hustle, 
you got to do it when you have it in you to do. You know, doing it at 60, 70, yeah, you can still do it, but, you know, uh, it'd be difficult for you to, uh, to really do what you can do when you're 20 or 30. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I left that place when, you know, I left, I, I took that risk. I rolled the dice when I was 29. You know, I wasn't, I, you know, now we're getting personal, but I, I'm not married. I didn't have any children. So. How dare you? I How don't. How dare you? I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Fellas, <laughs> no, that's, that, fellas, like, that's you telling know, you something. A, you see, that's good. She, I like that because you, you put your heart into what you were doing. And, and that's, right. I mean, I didn't have to, you know, and a lot of people, I think, you know, in their defense can't make the move always mm -hmm. as much as they might want to because of, you know, personal circumstances in mm -hmm. their life. I was at a time where it was okay for me to risk the, I guess, risk the um, comfortability or mm -hmm. risk the... Well, you left yeah, your, risk my comfort level. Yeah, you you, you left you left your comfort zone when you did this and took the leap, right? Right, and and you did, and you took. I mean, you head first, and and I know right. the, the way I, I I mean I go back to uh, a movie. I don't know. I mean, you probably have seen it. Lean on me. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when Morgan Freeman stood in that roof with the kid, the one thing I I remember him saying, and it sticks in my head when when I think about certain things in life is when he was the kid was smoking or doing drugs and he says he said if you're gonna kill yourself just do it expeditiously just jump off the roof you know what are you gonna sit right. and, and play around with it for you know for the next 10 years doing something same thing in business if you're gonna do it just do it make it happen right. make it dreams a reality right. yeah everyone has it in them to do it if they wanted to you know you reached out for your dreams you went out and you said all right this is what I have and this is what I'm going to do and still every day it's a battle but every day it's a battle that you know you win some you lose some but you're still moving forward and your clientele is still coming to you and they're, they're being drawn to you and that's what I like about you Maria because you keep pushing along I like that thank you you are so welcome now you've um, I, I want to talk about uh, this lifestyle marketing stuff because I was joking yeah. around it but I was joking about it earlier you know I was, I was just trying to make a little joke it probably was so funny but I, I try I don't know sometimes <laughs> and not that I try it just comes out I just the stupid things come come out, come out of my mouth because these are the things that are in my head I don't know they just come out so it's so a lifestyle marketing uh, yeah let's, let's talk about that because that, that's not that's not what I'm thinking well, I think the lifestyle marketing piece comes back to, you know, what we were talking about a little earlier is how you market, you know, marketing is marketing, obviously, mm -hmm. it's promotion, it's publicity, it's all that. But when you get into the lifestyle marketing, there is certain ways that you're going to talk to your niche, your, your niche target consumer. You know, right. we, we happen to do the best with the, you know, 25 to 55, you know, our products target the 25 to 55, you know, affluent consumer. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain way you market to them. It's not the way that you're going to market to the 25, you know, the 18 to 25, you know, college student. Yeah, but you, and you have a different, the demographics that, are different, but, you know, you're, you're, what you target is is basically it's it's again it's more of a, a niche type of market because uh, you can't it's it's like you, you can't go and target somebody that doesn't have the money to spend you can't go target uh, a product that's high end to them they're not going to buy it right and we're 
but we're targeting based on, you know, their lifestyle. So, for example, if they are a consumer that's, you know, looking to go green, well, there's, you know, there's certain ways that we go about talking to them. Um, you know, we have a, we have a lot of products and, and connections within the green market. You know, that's has a there's a huge huge influx in companies going in that direction and it's everything from fashion to beauty to entertainment to hospitality mm-hmm. I mean there's no way around it right. really and you also do uh, VIP program development why don't you tell us what that uh, what, what, a little bit more about that well that goes back to our hospitality and our you know entertainment type clients you know we we I I come from a nightlife background so I definitely you know, oh, no. Party girl, party girl. I, <laughs> <laughs> I ran a number of nightclubs in Philadelphia, so, ah, you know, I knew how to create, you know, exclusivity within right. their venues and create a, you know, a loyal, almost a loyalty program based mm-hmm. on, you know, right now, I mean, it's so easy to, you know, for us to get the next quick fix mm-hmm. and the next hot thing, you know, but why, why and when and how are you going to, you know, keep your consumers coming back? So, yeah. you know, we've been really great at creating some of those programs. But you're looking, even you know, for your clients and for yourself, you're not thinking, well, this is going to be a flash in a pan. You're thinking longevity. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and, that, 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 and that's I'll what think. I want our listeners to understand, because you know, we may have certain listeners that may be interested in your services, I want them to understand that, you're not, you, I mean, when you deal with your clients, you're not saying, okay, we're going to have this, it's going to be, you know, a quick thing, and we're in and we're out, and that's it. That's not how you work. No, absolutely. I mean, the best way that for us to work with our clients is on a long-term basis, and, you know, it's it's slow and it's steady, and that's the way you're going to get the best results is, you know, making sure that you have that representation that's going to be there for you, you know, today, tomorrow, and in the future. So, you know, your product does stay hot. You know, it does stay the next big thing. You can't keep promoting the same, you know, the same exact thing over and over again. you got to create the new pitch, create the new idea. Okay, that, that's, that's good. Now, can you... Um... I mean, it's, I, I don't know if you can or you can, but if you can, that'd be good. Can you just give us just a, a short list of some of the clients that uh, that, that you have that, that hired you to, to do their events? Because I think that'll be a good thing for our listeners to really get an idea that this is not, you're not just dealing with your local uh, boutique, you're dealing with some high-end places. And, and, I, know, and I know the list, but I don't want to say it. I'd rather you say it. No, 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 absolutely. I, um, we have some of our national clients are idotattoos.com, mm-hmm. um, stuffedcupcakes.com. I'll just call them by their, by their websites. Okay. Uh, com, which is a makeup line. Well, let, 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 uh, let's, we let's also, do this, if we can do this, because I think it would make sure. uh, more sense for, for me so I can follow and for our listeners so they can they can hear it um, and actually before before we get into actually we'll, we'll do this in a second what I want you to do is you go through a few of your clients give give the website that's fine and just you know just give us a little bit about what they do so that about what it, they do okay yeah so that this gives you the the range of of what you're targeting because you're not just targeting uh, fashion you I mean you're broad-based so we want to absolutely you know, so, good. so I'll break it down, I guess. We'll do fashion beauty, then we'll talk about, you know, some the different 
clients that we have? You want me to break it down like per client, like uh, per yeah, category? Just, yeah, just 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 uh, mention a couple of clients that you hold near and dear to you or something. Uh, just uh, give broad strokes on what they do so that our listeners, you know, get an idea of what type of clientele you have so that they know. You know, because beyond sure. me saying it, because I can say anything in the world, I'll just keep talking and talking. Yeah, but I want you to say then it's your business. You know, and I'm just, Absolutely. I'm just chiming in as, as someone outside that just wants to bug you. But that's about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so some of the client, clients that we have, you know, breaking down by category, we have fashion and beauty clients, and some of them are Dieci Colore, they're a makeup line. Um, that's sold, you know, internationally, diecicolori.com. Um, we also have their Lifestyle Spa, which is in Livingston, New Jersey, which is Dieci Lifestyle Spa. It's a, you know, 15,000 square foot location. Okay. Uh, we have so jewelry the, designers. Wait, so the spa, they, they do massages, you know, uh, stuff like it's that. It's a full service salon, spa services. Um, they also, and they developed a skincare and color line called Dieci Colore. Uh-huh. Check them out. All right. Good. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> um, we have George Press. George Press is, you know, it's their 30th anniversary. So here's a perfect client where we are celebrating their 30th year with them. They've, they've never done PR before. Mm-hmm. And George Press, you know, .com, our jewelry. He's a jewelry designer, but he's mm-hmm. such a fixture in the community mm-hmm. that it's such a celebration for him to be in business for 30 years. But at the same time, he's a designer, mm-hmm. so he can be sold, you know, nationally or internationally um, for that matter. If he's, if or internationally, he, exactly. If, you know, if he has exactly. his own line, you know, then he's part of that whole contingent of people, and uh, you, know, they, you have some interesting people in that world. Yeah, we have a very interesting client called Jersey Street Furniture Rental. Now, they actually customize events. Mm-hmm. That's their job. They are, in, in essence, somewhat of a, you know, event decor specialist. They'll take an event and transform a room with, you know, lounge furniture, soft seating, you know, amazing logos. I mean, they create amazing environments. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had them, you know, they've been on television for, you know, my fair wedding and whose wedding is it anyway? And some of these, um, some of these, you know, all of these television type shows, but they're, they are fabulous, fabulous, you know, company that does these amazing transformations in New York City and Connecticut and Pennsylvania. Um, we have a, we have, in, we have, um, I'm sorry, we have interior it. designers. All right. So we have an de- interior designer, Neela Woodard, and she's a boutique interior designer, but she caters to individuals and businesses throughout New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut, and she specializes in greening homes. So, again, it's that green piece where she's taking she's taking what people are doing everywhere, like interior design, but she's creating a niche for herself, and we're helping publicize that niche, which is greening your home. Right. Um, we actually have a social media guru who his name is Abe Casbo and he's a social media expert and CEO of Verisony Worldwide. Mm-hmm. He creates integrated in, integrated marketing and public relations campaigns for oh, clients. Everything from, you know, doctors to hospitals and you know, he's really, really taken on a his business has taken on a life of its own where 
he's able to cut advertising spending 25% and increase your sales 12%. I mean, and we have case study upon case study. I'm sorry? That's good stuff because, you know, advertising. good stuff. Because when you have people pulling pulling back, you know, in in the advertising world and, you know, they're cutting back and they're not doing product placements, they're not doing, uh, you know, the the goodie bags and they're not uh, doing cash um, uh, sponsorship and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, so if you give uh, a company the opportunity to reduce their advertising budget and they can actually incorporate the things that work for them as opposed to expending money unnecessarily because you may have someone that goes out there and says, okay, I'm going to take X amount of dollars and put it towards this because this is what I do every year. But you know what? what and they don't get the results they want. You know what Albert Einstein said? He said, you know, what's what's crazy or what is... Um, what is it? What's crazy? What's um? Well, I'm going to use the word crazy. Uh, what's ridiculous is when you do something over and over, expecting a different result. <laughs> it doesn't happen, right. you know. You know uh, that people do well, that. Well, right now, I mean, it's really not about you know. One of the things that he does with with the integrated marketing campaigns is you know it's not about just print. Mm-hmm. anymore print advertising mm-hmm. and you know you've really got to get creative with sure. creating um you know different ways mm-hmm. and again this goes back to that online offline thing you know the yeah. social media world is key right now you know i mean just this interview alone i mean mm-hmm. 10 years ago we would not be doing this right well a lot of so to, to 10 years ago you know yeah a lot of five years stuff, ago we probably wouldn't be doing that yeah it's, it's just a different world that we live in you know, and it's just it's just interesting because you you know all, all your connections, everything you've done since you launched the hip event has done nothing but enhance your 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 worth in the industry. And beyond the clients that your your clients that you're dealing with, I need to let our listeners know. And I'm just going to go. I'm going to rattle through a couple of names that I know of, just so they understand that it's not you're not just dealing with. The people that you have uh, that that you just mentioned, you've dealt with Coors Light, you've dealt with the entourages, uh, Adrian uh, Grenier, you know, you did his uh, little shindang in Atlantic City, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, you you dealt with uh, what the the Q102's uh, Jesse Jordan, some some party for them, right? Done that. Yes, yes, we did her birthday party. Yeah, see, yeah, so now we're getting into We've it. Done, you know, you've done, yeah. Yeah, you've done stuff for, uh, I, and I saw this was on the news, uh, the, the stuffed cupcakes thing. Yeah. Okay, you, you did that, and you dealt with the Park Avenue Club, you know, I mean, basically, you work with both well, well known, internationally renowned organizations. But also, actually, you, lo- yes, local and national. Yeah, national. But yeah, some of these, some of these companies are internationally known. Some of the people are, inter- are internationally lo- known. Okay, you know, I mean, that that's what happens. So, even if you don't want it to happen, that's what happens because that's the world we live in. Uh, but anyway, so now you deal with that, but you also deal with things on a local and regional level, which you know you don't. I mean, you just you just work with someone that can be worked with, and you help to enhance their uh, their brand work. And you help to make their event. You help, you help you help to make their event a number one when you get it all done. Oh, look Absolutely. At, oh, look, I just rhymed. Check me out. <laughs> well, watch out, Kanye. I'm coming after you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my god. It's, it's one of those mornings. It definitely is. Um, but no, I, I love what you do. I, I think it's um, I think it's interesting. Uh, it's definitely uh, a necessity for for companies, any company out there that's looking to enhance their their uh, their value and enhance their, their their the brand worth of whatever brand they have and and enhance the media attention to what they're doing they need someone like yourself okay and when we bring someone on the show just to to let our listeners know and they know this but I'm letting you know as well that we only like people that work behind the curtains like you people see the end result they see the event they see what's going on i wanted to show them that hey there's someone behind the curtain that's making everything happen. We had someone on the show uh, earlier this week as well that it, you know, does not what you do does something different, but still, you know, uh, it comes down to putting the show on. You know, they were uh, a concert producer. They produced the show, which is interesting. See, and what you do, you, you you're doing the other end of it because you can produce something in the event, but now you have the meet the marketing and public relations part of it, which is another aspect of you know business and entertainment. You know, so it just becomes absolutely you know, it just becomes very interesting how every, people that work behind the scenes in different areas they all at one point or another they have to work with each other because there's more to the picture than especially when you're dealing with a bigger project. Um, when you're dealing with a celebrity type of situation, you know, you got you got to work with each other. Now, now, what I'm going to ask you is, what do you have coming up? Because we talked a lot, we talked about you, we talked about the hip event, and we talked about a few of your clients. Now, I want to know what's going on with uh, the hip event. What is Maria doing? What are you up to now? What am I up to right now? Um, okay, so I'm not, talking, are... I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about you sitting there drinking tea. I'm, well, what are you up to as far as what do you have going on? <laughs> you, mean, <laughs> you mean what do we have going on client-wise? No, no. What do you have going on? Do you have any events coming up? You know, I don't want you to, to, to oh, unveil, absolutely. I don't of want course, to unveil please. all your clients. I want to know what, what's going on event-wise. What do you have going on? What's going on event-wise? Well, we're opening a new lounge yeah. here on Friday night called Mavi Lounge. It's in Fairfield, New Jersey, so mm -hmm. we'll be at the VIP opening for that. Um, tonight, or t I'm sorry, tomorrow night, we'll have an event for our spa client during Fashion Week mm -hmm. with uh, in the city. Okay. So we'll be in New York tomorrow night. Um, on the 30th of September, we have a gallery opening for our jewelry designer, which is Ricky L. Mm -hmm. It's com, and okay. she is a one-of-a-kind jewelry designer with a gallery here in Montclair, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, so these are all the local events or the events or the the clients that are national clients but have local, you know, locations within mm -hmm. our area where we do the grand opening, but we also do their national press as well. Right, but that, that that's all fantastic stuff, and that's all happening now. Uh, that you know, this is that's, that's within the next week and a half. Yeah, that, that's 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 excellent. And then I mean, and then you're going to go into the uh, November and December. Then you're going to be a busy, busy bee. Yes, we are working with Trump again in December. We're working, you know, on some major shopping events that are happening through November, you know, with big publicity campaigns around them mm -hmm. um, to get ready for the holidays. There's a lot. There's a lot. If, they, if anybody would like to be on our mailing list, they can check us out at www.thehipevent.com and get on our mailing list so they can see some of the great events that we have going on. Yeah, without a doubt. And one thing that, uh, that I found interesting 
that you've done some other business-to-business stuff. Um, and, I, and I see you did something uh, with the uh, the uh, chief press officer for the U.S. Embassy in, yeah. in, in Iraq or for Iraq. Well, I think it's in Iraq. I don't think it's for Iraq. Not him. No, it's not for Iraq. <laughs> the, because it's a person. Yeah, I know. So um, we actually were given clearance by the State Department to do the local hometown, what we call hometown, well, what the State Department calls a hometown press for uh, one of their head press officers mm -hmm. for the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's he's someone that I know very well. You hold um, him near he's my brother. Yeah, you hold him <laughs> near and dear, I know. <laughs> uh, yes, he is my brother. So, and he is... Um, He's one of the head press officers for the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, and he's been there for three years. He's not in the service. He's a civilian, mm -hmm. but he is um, hes the longest-running press officer for the war effort okay. since it began. So. And I want people to understand, just because your brother does that, it wasn't a given that you were going to get this gig. You, you actually have to go through a lot of God, stuff to no. get it. You have to go through a lot of stuff, yes. a, lot of, a lot of clearance, verification, probing, getting poked with the sticks, the whole nine oh. yards, I know. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't just handed to you, and, you know, because a lot, a lot of people, you know, and I just keep making reference to Phil Morris because he was on yesterday, that even with him, his father, uh, he played on Mission Impossible, the, the original one. Greg Morris, people. Right, right. Yeah, so you know he was in he was in show business since he was young, and he was around all these people. And people think, well, it was a given because now you, Greg Morris is your father, you are automatically in. And that wasn't a fact. He had to work hard, really hard, to get where he got. And that that's what impresses me about him. He's a great guy. But even with you, you know, people, our listeners need to need to gather that you know you worked hard to get where you need to get. And that's telling them, you know, as long as you work hard for what you want, and you believe in yourself, you can make it happen. That's my whole point to even saying that because you have to want it to make it happen. Right. And, and that's absolutely, what, you have to. I mean, it's just about you know again trial and error but mm -hmm. at the same time if you're good at what you're good at you know and you you hone in on your craft then mm -hmm. you know you're going to get the gig so all right that's cool what kind of tea are you drinking what kind of tea am i drinking yeah. ginger green tea oh check that out all right all i drank that uh, and water that and well, what is good <laughs> an, an occasional drink and vodka hurt. sometimes there you go an occasional drink doesn't hurt either let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Maria, I I know. Um, I mean, you're you've done some great things. But before we end the show, what I want to do, which I think will be nice, because of what you do, you have a team. Okay, you have a team of people yeah. to help you. So let, let's talk about your team. Let's give them a little airtime and and let and talk about them because they help you to make these events fantastic. Absolutely, I could not do. I mean, it's not a one man show here. We have you know senior account executives, um, account executives, we have event managers, we have, um, you know, social media managers also that, you know, just work on the pub publicizing, publicizing our clients through the social media aspect, mm -hmm. which is the Facebooks, the Twitters, the LinkedIn's, the YouTubes, and, you know, all of the many, many social networking sites that are out there mm -hmm. that, you know, drive traffic to your 
to your website and to your to your business mm-hmm. based on you know that activity. Right. And so it's a it's a good oper- it's a good operation we got going on here. Well, yeah, you do. But you have your whole team in order. I mean, you can you can name names if you you want to to give them their their props. That's that's okay. You know, it's okay. Because I know they want to hear them their their names sometimes. It makes them feel good, which is all right. <laughs> Absolutely. We have Esther. We have Lori. We have Nikki. We have Lisa. We have Alex. We have Christina. We call it Team Maria, the Hip Event Team. <laughs> no, we call them the Hip Event Team. Yeah, see, uh, the Hip Event Team doing their thing, making magic, and just your your your, your the story of your uh, your journey from where you came, because you know, and, and it's good. I'm glad that you came from working at a Neiman Marcus, because you've been uh, up there, and you jumped off, yeah. and you jumped off that cliff. And I jumped off the and, building. Yeah, <laughs> you're going down, you're looking, you're like, holy crap, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, you grabbed onto that rope, which was a hip event, and it actually was a little string, but as you were climbing up, that string started getting thicker and thicker and thicker, and you were able to hold on to it more and more. And I'm painting a picture now so people understand that you're climbing to the top, and you're getting to, to the top of the mountain, your mountain, which is yours. And at the top, you put your flag, you put hip event on there, Maria, and you put everybody over there, everybody follows you, and then you're good to go. But it's, it's, a, it's a journey that you're still undertaking, and you're still doing some magical stuff, and I think that's fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. No problem, Maria. Listen, Maria, I just want to let you know it was great having you on the show. Uh, your story is very amazing. Uh, the things that you do, any of our listeners out there that are interested in, in, uh, in Maria and, and, and the HIP event, just go to thehipevent.com. You have, uh, and, and is it thehipevent.com or hipevent.com? No, no, no. It's thehipevent.com. It's thehipevent.com. That's what I thought. I knew I, I had a brain fart for a second, but it's thehipevent.com. <laughs> okay, you go there, you find out more about the organization, what they do. They're doing great stuff. Trust me, I wouldn't bring them on the show if I didn't think they were doing great stuff. We, we don't make it a habit of just bringing uh, event organizers or public relations people on the show unless we feel that they're special and the hip event. You have a bunch of great people, a bunch of special people in that organization. And uh, if you're going to work with anyone, well, there you go. There you go. They, Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. They, now, they can go there and just uh, find out uh, how to contact you and everything from there, right? They can join your mailing list. Absolutely. There's our websites on there. If they'd like to email me directly, it's maria at thehipevent.com. Pretty easy. Um, but all of our contact information is right on the on the site. Okay, great. Okay, all right. All right, Maria, thank you again, and I wish you the best of luck with everything. What i like to do, if it's okay with you, is down the road, have you back on the show. Let's talk about what's going on, and let's get some more, um, let's get some more clarity as to what you're going to be happy, what you're going to have going on at that time, because your, your, your situation is dynamic, which it's always changing. New, Absolutely. New clients, yeah, we, we can yeah. have something for you every week. <laughs> there you go. I like that. We need the content. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're doing just fine. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're trying. But then again, Maria, thank you again. You've been fantastic. This has been uh, it's been it's been a fun show. And uh, we invite our, our listeners to go again to uh, go uh, to thehipevent.com and also to join us for the next uh, segment of the UCW radio show. Initiating shutdown sequence.
What is your major malfunction? Oh, let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.